Hey everybody, DJ Hoppe here from A Tribe Called Dad. Excited to have you. We are getting ready to play for you a little chat that we had, a conversation that I had with another member of the tribe. Uh, my man, Fig, a.k.a. Coach Fig, a.k.a. DJ Profit. Uh, <laughs> you got to do the sound effect for Profit, man. Uh, but we were talking about this idea of discipline, and Profit has um, two boys that are, I believe, 17 and 12, if I'm not mistaken, and also a little girl. And we sat down and we chatted about this. My girls are eight and five at the time of this recording and I've got a young son who's only seven months but we started to talk about discipline and this conversation uh is a really important one to have there's a lot of old and tired models that are out there things that you may have heard when you were a kid uh do as I say not as I do or you just need to do this because I said so because I'm the parent and you're the kid and you just need to do this and obviously in this age of parenting there are a lot of those models that have been flipped on their head. There's a lot of things that, you know, are useful to have been passed down from generation to generation. But I want to have a conversation with Fig just around discipline and how we can um, how we can approach disciplining our kids, not in the way that it used to be necessarily, but how can we um, make sure that we're raising young men and women who have discipline in their lives and who have a sense of order and are good citizens and are just you know good people in general and i think a lot of times that falls into a discipline category so uh we wanted to chat about this uh here it is this is tribe chats and before we actually launch that i do want to remind everybody please make sure you rate and review the podcast if you like it um also feel free to reach out to us on social media at a tribe called dad or on the website a tribe called dad.com and uh, here we go. Without further ado, here's a tribe chat on discipline. It's a tribe. A tribe All right, everybody. So today we are talking about discipline. I got my man Fig tuning in, joining in, jumping in for this conversation. And I'm excited to talk about this, man, because I feel like there is absolutely, as we start to unpack all these stereotypes, you have this stereotype of the dad being this like disciplinary figure, right? And it's like, I don't know if, if that's the way that you grew up, but definitely I think in my household, uh, if between my two parents, you know, it was my dad who was the one who was the, the one who would lay it down, you know, and I think a lot of that has changed a lot. Obviously, society has changed a lot since since we were young. And I'm just I wanted to just throw that out there. And, you know, obviously, this is part one of probably many conversations around discipline. But um, I'm curious for you, would you consider yourself a father who disciplines his kids? Like if somebody said, hey, do you discipline your kids? Yes or no? Like how would you, like if it's yes, and then how would you define that? Um, yeah, I do my best to discipline my kids. Um, it's not really a physical or a intimidation factor. It's more of a, if you want the freedom that I, that I, that you want, then you have to do the things that I need you to do. Um, you know, the fear factor doesn't really exist in my house. I'm, I'm like my kid's coach and dad and friend. 
uh, you know, at the, from, at the most part. But then when I lay down the law, it's got to be done. And they know that, you know, when I need them to do something, if, you know, my kids are 12 and 17, so I can approach them as human beings rather than just punk kids, you know? Right, <laughs> so right. When I, when, I, when I ask them to do something, you know, it, it, it's with sincerity and, you know, I, you know it, it's, not, it's not a demand. I find that, you know, kids don't really respond to the demands and force. Right. Um, especially in teenage years, I think that they are more uh, more open to conversation. If you come at them with respect, um, then the then the self discipline kicks in to where they get it done uh, on their uh, you know after you ask them to rather than having to you know do this or I'm gonna smack you or you're I'm taking away your Xbox or right. you know what I'm saying or whatever the old school you know, uh, mine used to be my parents used to take away my music and my stereo mm. and not let me listen to my, uh, not let me play outside or spend the night at my friend's house and, or, or be on the block, you know what I'm saying? Or have to be home early or, or a week grounded, you know, stuff like that. Right. Um, but for me, I really haven't had that issue because, um, you know, I rely on my kids just to do the things they got to do. And I, when I need them to do something, I ask them, you know, die, clean your room, Zeke, you know, you know, pick up back in the living room for me. You know, so it's like it's like do the things I ask you to do when I want you to do them, and we're and we're good. And 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 have you had moments where where you've had to like lean in a bit harder though, if if they weren't oh, getting yeah, yeah, it done? Of course, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. There's, you know, I I will ground them. I will take away their Xbox. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? like I will do all the things it takes to hit them where it hurts, so that they are uh, holding themselves accountable for for what they need to uh, be doing or, or the, the way they need to be acting or, or the responsibilities I need them to help out with, especially while I'm, you know, on the road traveling or out of town, you know, they got to step up and really help out with the house and do the things that I would help with the things I would usually do while I'm home. Right. Um, and, and that's the part, you know, that, that is the training part, you know, I'm not there to actually regulate it, but when I get home, like this weekend, for example, the sink was full of dishes. The kitchen was a mess because my kids like make food and just don't clean them after themselves. And I, what I told them, I dude, I come home, like, okay, it's cool that you make your own food. When I come home, I don't want to see the mess mm-hmm. in the freaking sink. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't make this mess, so please, that's one of the things that helps me. You want me to be cool and unstressed when I come home uh, and be chill, pop, then you need to take care of these things for me. That's the conversation I had today. You know, it's like I've been home for the past 14 months. And now I'm dipping out of town again, so they got to step up and, and hold me down, you know? And, right. and that's the conversation I had today with both of them there. Like, you know, we joke around, we make a joke out of it. Like, I'll, you know, I, I, I pretend like I'll fight them because they're big now, you know? Like, <laughs> don't make me fight you, you know? Because <laughs> I can't just beat them. They're going to try to fight back. So it's going to be a fight. <laughs> right. If it right. Does, you know? But, but, um, but to try to keep it lighthearted and, and um, get them to help out. And, you know, it, it, it's been it hasn't been uh, where I need to discipline. You know, my kids are flunking out of school. They're not messing up in life. Right. You know, they're, they are, they are, they're, they're, they're doing the things they need to do to get to, they want to go. So I'm, I'm, it's been easy for me. Uh, yeah, man. So. Yeah. I, I think for what the way I see it, um, you know, we've started to have that conversation around consequences. Um, and you know, it's just, I think it's an important thing for kids to learn is that like, okay, there are consequences to, you know, not doing something or to doing something, you know, but you're going to make a decision to either do it or not do it. And depending on what your decision is, there are going to be consequences. And then you've got to be able to roll with those consequences. But I think a big part of it is just the the communication. I think one thing that I'm hearing from you, which I absolutely agree with, is this open dialogue 
with kids and not just like, hey, you need to do this because I said you need to do this or you need to do this be just because because I'm the parent and you're the kid and I'm telling you you need to do it and that's that. Um, I think being able to communicate with kids and being able to say, hey, you know, this is why we need to do this. Like, do you want to live in a house where there's like freaking roaches running around where there's like flies flying around the sink? Well, then like, no, like this is what we need to do then in order to to do that. And um, I think sometimes that's where I see, um, you know, it, it, where it's easy to fall into that trap of like, this needs to be a, a power struggle or something like that. Or, you know, it, I need to maintain my power as like a parent. Yeah, I think that's the old school way of the authoritarian yep. uh, kind of mindset, you know, yep. and that's, that's just, that's older, you know, like as kids have gotten older and gained more knowledge and had access to knowledge, I, I, AKA the internet, yeah. you know, yeah. they, there's, you can't lie to them. Like, why am I, why do I need to clean my room? Like, like you said, like, because you want to live in filth. And when you live on your own, like now I can convince my boys like, Hey man, you know, you guys are getting old. You're gonna have girls over. Like, you're gonna have your bathroom clean. The first thing you're gonna go through is go check out your bathroom to see what your, your what your cleanliness <laughs> is. You know what I'm like, so true. So true. You know, so so you got to kind of hit them where they can understand, and that's part of the communication. You got to meet them on their level. Like you can't. Like most of the time, it's like like you said, people are yelling at their kids is because it's because the parent doesn't want to do it anymore, mm. right? Mm-hmm. But they're not telling the kids that. They just because I say so. But all you got to say is listen. I've wiped your butt since the day you were born. I've been feeding you. I've been, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been taking care of you, right. showering you, cleaning you. Like you got to start being on your own. You got to, you want to be a man. You want to be a grown lady. You want to be a young lady. You have to start handling these responsibilities on your own and try to get them to want to grow up, you know, because all kids want to do. The kids don't want to be kids. They want to grow up. And then when we grow up, we want to be kids again. Right. So, right. True. <laughs> so I think that, that I think that communicating them uh, on that level to where they can understand according to their maturity uh, helps a lot. And you just have to build your patience with that. And a lot of, a lot of times parents don't have that patience because they're busy at work all day and stressed out over what they got to do at, on the job and by other people, letting other people control their emotions and yep. coming home. And the last thing they want to do is clean up after their kid or, See their kid didn't ask them to do what they want. They told them to do, yep. you know, and and then they take and then and then now they're yelling, and now the kid is traumatized, and you know, <laughs> and and now has a thing, or you know, what I mean, like yeah, and now now has issues. <laughs> yeah, I mean, words words so. matter, you know, the the, yeah. the words matter, and the energy for, for sure. sure, you know, and and it's it's crazy how. You know, something that is so small and somewhat meaningless to maybe, you know, one person is, you know, this life altering, life changing moment to somebody else, you know, and it's, it's important. I mean, obviously beyond just kids, like just adult to adult interaction as well. And just, you know, I feel like, and and you know what, and, and and a lot of adult interaction is because it it, it fails because of that interaction they had as children with their parents. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they mm-hmm. they have shaped their whole freaking lives around this lack of communication mm-hmm. and just do what I say because I said so without having to explain yourself or explain to the another person. And that follows through and that creates more trauma on top of your kids. So it's double trauma. Right. Right. So it's trauma squared. Right. <laughs> and then right. your kid grows up with a triple amount of, of miscommunication and, and, and unable to, to explain themselves and communicate with compassion and understanding and, 
And that's why that's why we're in the state we're in right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's true. And I, it, I think, you know, you hear this, though, but you hear this like with people saying that, like, oh, you know, kids, you know, whatever parents need to discipline their kids. Right. Like you, you hear that. You hear that like yeah. floating around where it's like, well, th- you know, if, if a kid is acting out, it's because the parents haven't disciplined that kid. You know, what are your what are your thoughts around that do you feel like there's truth to that um i think if the kid is acting out like in a public place or something i don't think it's a matter of discipline the kid i think that it has a matter of what's been going on in the day you know the kid's probably tired or mm. you know there was some something happened earlier in the day to where it just set the kid off because usually kids are happy <laughs> naturally right you know what i'm saying right. so, so so once you start to try to control them too much or try to change their behavior all of a sudden when we're out in public that's when the that's when the uh, that's when people judge, you know, and decide like, oh, that kid's not disciplined or he's not doing it at home. Like, really, it's none of people's business. But really, people <laughs> only see what's happening at that moment. Right. So they don't know uh, if the kid, you know, had a bad day or the parent screamed at him in the car or you know, or the teacher they didn't do their homework so they had detention. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. you have you know, there's so many levels and layers that nobody gets. They just they just see their perception firsthand and they make a decision and a judgment. Yep. And, um, I think that, I think that kids that act out, there's layers to it. There's something else. It's not be- behaving at the restaurant. It's what happened at home this mm-hmm. week or today or at school, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. I think if people take that into consideration, they do a lot more understanding of what's happening and less judgmental. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that there's two pieces of that, right? Like there's what we can do to not be as judgmental around other people right not to place judgment on on those that are around us and then on the flip side i think it's also important i think to remember that i feel like one of the things i've gotten a lot out of these conversations is just realizing that you know change can happen every day you know like just because something was this way or has been this way for you know however many days weeks months years you know generations right that like these these things can be changed and like the fact that we're here today, today we can make a decision to do something different than was done before. And I think that that's really important, especially when we start talking about discipline and this concept of, you know, however which way you've you've gone thus far with your kids, for those that are listening that are parents, um, that there's always this like pivot that you could take and that, yeah, kids are kids are really resilient and depending on the age of the kids and like, you know, what's been built up. But I think that this, one of the biggest takeaways that I'm getting from having this conversation with you is just that really discipline starts with communication, starts and ends with communication. And I think the better we are at communicating with our kids and with each other, the, you know, the more favorable the outcomes yeah, for sure. And the consistency, you know, you can't just, act, you can't just expect them not to be a jokester when we've been joking our whole lives, right? you know, or, <laughs> right. you know, or, you know, you, all of a sudden you want them to act different because there's people around you're out in public. Like those are the things you have to consistently have a request of their behavior or, mm. you know, expect of them, uh, on a consistent basis. Cause you know, discipline is, is, uh, you know, doing the things you don't want to do to get to where you want to go. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you don't want to be sitting still and be quiet. You want to goof off with your dad or your parents or your brother or sister. But 
you don't want to piss your parents off, you got to do what you don't want to do, and that's sit still and eat your food. You know, what I'm right, so, right. So I think that um, you know, and it's a and it's it's learned from from the parents. You know, that parents have discipline and doing the things they say they're going to do. And the kids trust you, and when you ask the kid to do something, they're going to do it because you you do what you say you're going to do. Yep. So they got to do what they're going to say. They learn from your behavior, you know. Yep. So I think that that is a major part of it too. That I don't think enough parents take responsibility on the discipline when they're not disciplined themselves. How can you expect your kid to be disciplined if you're not disciplined? Yep. You know, man. So 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 true. And and here's the thing: is that like, yes, we. You know, there's that whole do as I say, not as I do, which again is a part of that That's same bullshit. tired old mentality. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. Yeah. And then, and then what else I would say too is I think that there's a lot of things that we're doing. There's a lot of behavior that we're modeling that sometimes we don't even realize that we're modeling it, right? So the in terms of discipline or in terms of like follow through, it's like if I said that I was going to do something, the fact that I'm going to make good on that, like that's important and I want to model that behavior for my kids, you know, and the second you start letting some of these things slide, like, you know, back to your whole dishes conversation, you know, yeah, it's like if you're trying to get your kids to wash the dishes, but you don't have that same discipline, for you to do that when it's your turn or whatever it might be, then like, yeah, like that's going to feel completely unfair for this kid, you know? And granted, like, it's not all about, you know, score, keeping score and like what's fair and what's not fair. But I think there is a responsibility that we have as parents to be able to model the behavior that we wish to see in our kids and to do it, not, you know, back to your whole consistency thing not to do it once and be like hey remember that one time i remember that one time i followed through on what i said i was going to do yeah um no it's like this is an everyday thing yeah most definitely and and that and that's the part because you can't the kids know the kids know you oh yeah every day they know your every movement they know what you're going to say they know you're going to act they know your go-to you know i mean uh things you know they know your your uh habits <laughs> yeah, your discipline. So I think that um, if you want that, if you want more discipline in your kids, you got to be more disciplined in yourself. And I think that's the major secret to the whole Woo. thing. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the mic. I think that's the mic drop right there. I think that's. <laughs> I think we're gonna have a lot of parents after this that are like, "Dang, okay, what do I need to do to get right?" You need to get on that. Uh, you need to get on that physical fitness uh, situation. Get your life together. Get disciplined. It's true. Yeah, it's man. True. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, well, man, I appreciate you taking the time, and and uh, always good to have these chats. And uh, and yes, for everybody that's out there, uh, we're curious where you sit with all of this. Uh, make sure to reach out. Feel free to hit us up at a tribe called Dad on all social media platforms. Also, a tribe called Dad dot com. Hit us up on the website. Um, follow the podcast. Rate and review the podcast. Do all of the above. And we'll catch you all next time. Thanks, Fig. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, Hapa. Great to be here. Great to chat with you as always, man. Always a great conversation. And uh, look forward to the next one, my brother. My brother. See you soon, man. Okay. Peace. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tribe Chats. We appreciate you being with us. If you love this episode, please rate and review the podcast. Um, and also, please don't uh, hesitate to share this with a friend, maybe a brother, a fellow father out there, uh, somebody who's looking for content like this and a community like this. We so appreciate it. I also want to encourage you to jump into the conversation. So 
We've actually put together a blog post specifically on a tribe called dad.com around this particular subject matter. Jump into the conversation, share your thoughts, share some of your advice. What's worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? What did you find helpful in this particular chat? And we look forward to seeing you on the next one. And remember, dads are better than moms. Dads are better than moms. Dads are better than moms. Sorry.